Hello. Welcome. It's the Elm Nerds Podcast. <laughs> you got dude and Andy here. And uh, Andy, did I surprise you without a long, breathy, lung-filled hello? Yeah, you came in like a Gummer Pile there, man. <laughs> I didn't oh, say howdy. <laughs> well, gosh. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Albumers Podcast. Today on the show, we got two new record recommendations for you. Some new releases from two relatively new bands. And they are both really positive, uplifting records. I think it'll make you feel good. Even in the bleakest, coldest, darkest winter months, such as now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it, it's kind of tough this time of year to find new albums. Mine is actually technically from 2017, November of 2017. So I think we can call it a new release, don't you think, Andy? Yeah, the end of the year is like a weird time in music. So the records that come out then don't really count until 2018 anyway. So, yeah. Word. You're good. Okay. Huh? So, we'd, well, all right then. My, my voice is going to get real high now. <laughs> Shall we just get into this? <laughs> Let's do it. Oh, yeah. New stuff. Mm-hmm. Haven't heard that one in a while, have you? Oh, brings back good memories. Yes, yes. Back when there were tons and tons of new records coming out, which will be happening soon. So, folks, I decided to get real with a guy with a fake name, but that's all right. His name is Langhorn Slim. The album is Lost at Last, Volume 1. His real name is Sean Skolnick. It's not Langhorn Slim, but he does hail from Langhorn, Pennsylvania, which is where he gets his performing name, I assume. Or he really likes Foghorn Leghorn, <laughs> the cartoon chicken. Either way, really dig this guy. He's an interesting mix. He's been around for a while. This is this is his seventh full-length studio release. He's been around longer than I knew. This is the first thing I've ever picked up on from him. It's like Cat uh, Stevens and Bob Dylan had a little baby named him Langhorn. And he evokes kind of this classic folksy Americana country vibe, but he does it so well that it doesn't, it feels natural. It doesn't feel like he's trying to be anything. So why don't we jump in and play a little something and then we can talk and I can get your impressions. Sound cool? This one's called Life is Confusing because, well, it is. Don't think I'll see you anymore At least not the way I saw you before We're caught up in traffic The landscape changed Life is confusing and people are insane Can we be happy for a while? Can we just sit here? Shut up and smile. Been talking for hours. So, it just—I like the realness here. Of uh, this, just sounds like real talk, and that's often one of the themes of things that I tend to enjoy. It's so simple. The words make sense most of the time in the lyrics. 
I mean, I'm, you know, it's not William Shakespeare, but I think it's very, you know, the songs are very human and me and uh, meaningful. So, what did you think, Andy? Uh, I immediately loved it. I thought it was super charming. Like you said, he's very relatable and human. He's got a good sense of humor. And uh, there's something really unique about his, his singing voice. Um, it's got a little twang. It's got it sounds a little a little peculiar, I guess. I don't know. It's unique. Uh, I think it's it's uh, charming. Is, is the word I'd, I'd keep coming back to? Well, I found him on Conan O'Brien, and apparently he's he's they did this song. Uh, Life is confusing, and people are insane. I mean, it's. <laughs> True, (laughs) (laughs) including myself. Yeah, it's the world feels crazy, but this feels so simple and stripped down and relatable that it's like, yeah, man, I know what you're talking about. You know, where just everything, sometimes you don't know what's up anymore with the wild world we live in. So I love this simplicity of this. Um, So Conan O'Brien, evidently, I found some videos where Conan is jamming with. Langhorn and the band. Like I, I think he's a real fan of this group. They've been they've performed on the Conan show quite a few uh-huh. times. I suggest checking that out. Seeing Conan like on stage just playing rhythm guitar and like <laughs> j- like doing guitar guy moves <laughs> is pretty cool. <laughs> His hair just all over the place. <laughs> Imagine. Oh yeah, it's flopping. It's flopping all over. Cool. But yeah, I mean, you know, basically when you boil it down, it's pure it's it's distinctly american but it's it's not quite regional there's twangy yodel that, like you talked about but then there's whispers there's kind of raspy voice it's um and then there's like fiddles and stuff that sounds like some old hoedown you know uh it's a <laughs> it's a 30 minute record it's quick it's clean it's nice did you have any other any other thoughts or anything that really stuck out to you yeah, I, I was really impressed how well he can carry a song just on his own, even with, when they aren't like coming down there, which are, a couple of the tracks are like that, but most of it's pretty stripped down in terms of the, yeah. the backing uh, music. And he's he's just he's got such a nice way of delivering these lyrics and reminds me a little bit of, of Bright Eyes, but not in terms of the sound of his voice, but I think he's much more okay. relatable and, you mm-hmm. know... Um, not not nearly as political, and he just feels like a a, a cool guy you'd, you'd like to hang yeah. out with, and you can kind of understand where he's coming from. Yeah, I don't know. Are, are these songs all about him? Or, there's a couple of them that where he's telling stories about some seemingly down on your luck kind of guy situation that's happened. And yeah, I, I I think the the idea here is this album sort of challenges the idea of social rigidity in this attitude where there's a correct way to live and this is sort of like an open view of people can live different ways and um i don't know it's it's the the hard part with records like this is there's not a whole lot of information not a whole lot of of interviews uh, and stuff yeah yeah where you can really dig down but i listened to this on the headphones of several times uh and every time it just felt like a, you're sitting around with your buddy and he's playing guitar <laughs> right, and just right. telling tales, you know? And I don't know how much of this is about him and how much is about society, but it, it, there's something social going on here. Like there's um, an overall message of 
acceptance and peace and and just living life. I'm going to play another song that I I really loved and I really uh, the whole record it's it's hard to pick. I wanted to play all the songs. <laughs> I probably could have. We could do a 30 minute show. I could just play the whole album. So what I went with was Never Break. Angels are weeping their tears for us. The loss of our kindness comes at a cost. Let's fall in love with our telephones off. Love's my present, my lord and my boss and you never break. And uh, that that song "Never Break" was uh, I thought pretty cool. Especially I love the line with "Let's fall in love with our cell phones off." <laughs> and you know, it's just you know all this stuff that goes on in the world, all the uh, the adversity. It's never the way that people view love and all that that it can never break him. And I just thought that was a cool sentiment. It's another one of the kind of more mellow tracks on here. Like I said, there are some foot stomping fiddle tunes as well and uh real enjoyable listen and i loved it more every time i listened to it i think i sent it to you a couple months ago initially and i listened to it a couple times and liked it it was only when we were forced to pick something that i went back because i was close to picking that u2 record from the end of the year (laughs) but i just couldn't i just i guess i tried so hard and i couldn't do it and i i was going through my recent listens and i found langhorn again and i'm like yeah and I listened to it exhaustively for the last week or so, and uh, I'm glad I did. Glad you did too, man. It's a it's a really good record. The first time I heard it, I was like, I was drinking some beers with my girlfriends, and I was just like, yeah, everything this guy says, like, yeah, he's right. It should be that way. Or why? 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 Yeah. Why, why is that illegal? Or you know, I wish the world was like that. It just it feels like. If he ran for office, I'd vote for him. I think he's a he's a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, standout tracks are you know. There's a song called "Zombie" that is not like yeah. a cranberry song, but is good song. Is uh, sort yeah, very good song. Kind of about it seems like it's about a girl that was really hard to get close to mm-hmm. that he wanted to he was trying to fall in love with. A song "Better Man," not to be confused with the Pearl Jam song. It's the last track. <laughs> it's really good too. You know, about wanting to be a better person. And, you know, the Pearl Jam song has a different, uh, a kind of a different uh, <laughs> so, yeah. theme to it, you know. Alligator Girl was fun. And uh, Bluebird is the one to check out if you want to do the uh, feel like you're square dancing. But, yeah, good record. Really, really, I got to go back and, and check out, go deeper into this catalog. This uh, Langhorn Slim fella is an interesting artist. I, apparently he has a really devout fan base, but has never gone huge. You'll hear a lot of his songs and commercials and things that you didn't even notice from what I found out. So please do check out Langhorn Slim, Lost at Last, Volume 1. You won't regret it. It's 30 minutes of your time. There's no way you won't like it. Dude out! Drop the mic. Uh, yeah, it's a good pick, man. I'm uh, definitely looking forward to uh, Volume 2. Do you think there'll be a Volume 2, or is that just being artistic? Dude, if you say Volume 1, you got to put out Volume 2. No matter if your second record is totally different, <laughs> you have to do Volume 2. <laughs> <They're> just... <laughs> All right, we'll see what Langhorn comes up with next. 
All right, so my new release pick is from a band called Shopping, and they put out a record just a couple just a week ago called The Official Body, and I am digging it. So Shopping is a London and Glasgow-based three-piece. This is their third full-length record. It's on Fat Cat Records. Um, so they are, I would call, like post-punk with like a very danceable groove thing going on here. Um, think kind of along the lines of Devo or LCD Sound System. Let's just jump in and let's play a track here. I think it's something something got it here to really understand what we're talking about here. This is the opening cut. It's called The Hype. That funky bass line kicking throughout there, kind of like the anthemic, chanted lyrics. That's kind of their style. Um, what do you think about this record, man? Something a little different for you, I assume? Uh, I was completely taken aback as I was not... Your picks are usually something named like that, something <laughs> called right. shopping. I had no expectation of what kind of music it would be. I've not heard of these guys. On first listen, I thought of the Talking Heads, like old yeah, Talking Heads it's records. Got that groove thing. That's that same sort of post punk, you know, because that was post punk of the real punk, first punk generation, and that whole you know new wave sound. And uh, I liked it, dude. I was really surprised with the groove. The quick delivery, nice, fast songs that are succinct. The vocals are fun to listen to. Yeah, I I was expecting some sort of electronic dance music situation. So I was pleasantly, I'd been putting this off. You you texted me what you were listening to for days. I'm like, oh God, that's going to suck. And it didn't. <laughs> so <laughs> thank you. Thank you. My ears, thank you. It, yeah, it's a good record. I, I enjoyed listening to it. I listened to it like five, six times in one afternoon. Whoa. Nice, man. Uh, yeah, I think both these records you picked out, they're both fairly short. But and they're also very accessible. Like I like this record the first time I heard it, and it grew on me more and more. And at a certain point, I was like, "Yeah, I gotta, we gotta review this one because I think it's really good." So the the band, like I said, it's a three piece. The um, the lead singer for the most part, though they all they all share vocal duties. Um, but the lead guitarist is a, a woman by the name of Rachel Eggs, and she is a gay woman of color. Um, so and a lot of the lyrics are kind of about living as like kind of being ostracized from mainstream society. So it has a very like punk feel to it where you're talking about being an outsider. Um, the next track we're going to play here called My Dad's a Dancer. She talks a lot about, um, you know, would you like me more if I looked like you? That's actually the, the exact quote we're going to play here. So let's, let's play that one. This is about three quarters of the way through the record. My Dad's a Dancer. Never seen you look so tense. 
Yeah, some like shades of B-52s are a little bit, um, they get a little political, though they don't hit you over the head with it by any means. It's still, still a really fun record, I think. Easy to put on and kind of just dance around or, or drive around or just kind of get moving a little bit. A lot of energy here. Yeah, I don't know. It's up, it's up for streamed and free on a uh, Bandcamp. Definitely, uh, worth checking out or maybe even purchasing at Indian Euro Collection. Word up. Yeah, dude. Uh, the vocals are great. The group, I like the kind of shouting group situation. It wasn't what I was expecting. And I think that part of, you know, putting me on my heels and being quick, sometimes a short record is the best way to capture someone because you don't bore them you don't overexpose yourself yeah as a band yeah artist. yeah both these records you picked out i feel like there's just enough ideas there to give you a sense of who they are and they don't get monotonous at all it's yeah. like just enough so yeah just keep them coming that's what artists need to do especially in this digital age where they can record their own records and get them out online right away like in the old days records were 30 minutes long and you'd get a new one every year every eight months instead of them being 70 minutes long and you have to wait three years four years in between that's no fun <laughs> well these records are fun and i hope that you enjoy them give them a listen uh once again they are shopping the official body and the dude's pick was langhorn slim lost at last volume one kind of on the show next week we're going to be trying a new segment (laughs) (laughs) Uh, basically we're going to pick out some records that have the word blue in the album title and we're gonna see how that goes so listen to that next week yeah should be interesting these could be from these could be from totally different genres. I have no idea where this is going to take us. Yeah, different decades, probably. It's probably be totally, totally two random records, but they both will be at blue in the record name. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes. All right, um, we'll do it. Yeah. So tune in next week for that. In the meantime, what can they do, my friend? Well, they can find us on Twitter and on. You know what? Suck it, social media. We don't need you. So why don't you just tell your friends and your family and your dogs and your daughters and everything, every person you see about the Album Nerds podcast, turn them on to some music, get the conversation started. Now, social media be damned, but the rest of it, we need you. We need you on albumnerds.com and we need you to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher Radio. Tell us your favorite albums there at albumnerds.com so we can get you in on the action. So thanks for joining us on the Album Nerds Podcast. We'll check you next week when we go blue. Peace. See you next week, everybody. Bye.